0: Ready, Uncle Sammy? Always. I'm ready. You ready, Matty Ice? I'm here. Yes. All right. I'm going with uh, Penelope Toasted Barrel here again, Uncle Sammy. So there we go. Back, back to back episodes with uh, a little bit. Dude, of you
1: you're telling me that Toasted Barrel must be pretty tasty?
0: It's good. I'm, it's I'm good. not going to lie.
1: Especially with especially. I'm not going to lie. I still got the Blanton sitting next to me, so we'll go little Blanton's little Miller Lite.
0: <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of the uh, Donks Hockey Podcast. Just a couple dads sitting around talking about hockey. Um, in this episode, we're going to talk about how we look at games or and, and practices and just hockey in general and life through hockey through through the eyes of uh, different positions. Right? Like we've we've done it by birth year, we've done it by age group, but this time we're going to talk about. By positions it sounds kind of weird but it's because um, I guess there's you know Sammy's in the in the military and I'm in the in law enforcement and we had this conversation where we talked about how we used to have like mission specific things right I know this is kind of a weird comparison about it right but we'd have an assignment we'd talk about it, We get our troops, you know, we're both leaders of of groups and we would do a brief back, which would be like, we would give the assignments, the guys would give it back to us. And then when the mission was done, we go and we do a um, debriefing, right? But every time you did a debriefing, right, you had, you know, I had a squad of minimum 15 to 17 guys, but you would hear something different from each and every one of them, Right. So that's kind of the point of this, right? So it's it's really weird in the sense of... Because when, when our season was done, Uncle Sammy and I would talk about it, and we just had different takes on it, right? And I think it's a lot to do with because of, you know, our kids play different positions, right, Uncle Sammy? Yeah, it's Sammy? a different
1: lens to look through, right? Like I just judge success way differently than you judge success.
0: Right. So, um... Cowboy just chimed in.
1: What up, Cowboy? Literally.
0: Literally chiming in. Okay, we're, we're live. Is there any way to quiet that up a little bit,
2: brother? Just took it down. So I found somebody close to the uh, hospital that use their Wi-Fi. So I'm 20 bucks short, boys. Oh, Let's go.
0: Goodness. Look, you got headphones on, though. So we're joined by Maddie. They were in the car. So look at look at this. So we're we're joined by uh, we're joined by Maddie Ice and Eze, and we're going to talk about basically we just did our intro to the audience, and we're going to talk about um, perspectives, different perspectives about how we viewed the season and whatnot, um, or how we view the hockey in general. Right? That's that's the point of this. So again, Uncle Sammy, you had you had a different take on. The way you look at things, right? And we we talked about this, right? Um so I, I guess the question is for for the panel here, if you want to call it a panel or the group discussion is, you know, we're getting ready for tryouts, right? Do you guys look at the season and, and coaching announcements with a different lens, right? Does it does it matter? Does it affect each of us, right? Um I think I think for me it came down to for little panda, we're just like Whatever coach comes comes, right? But I guess it affects you know, especially Maddie Ice having Maddie Ice has two goalies, right? And one of one of which yeah. one of which is a, a female goalie, right? So yep. she, she's on she's on the girl side of things. So I not
2: think not yet, it,
3: but soon. Yeah, and all the
2: boy all the boys in her age group group need to catch up, right? Right? Because she's awesome.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> well, that, that's appreciated, Eric. man, I appreciate that.
0: Of course. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. So. Cowboy uh, has. Um, yeah. So. Cowboy and I. We have forwards, right? And I guess his play center. And then. And then Sammy's got a defenseman. And then Matty Ice has got goalies. So. Um, so. So the question is: Does does the coaching announcement affect? Does it matter to you guys, right? Like, does does it matter who? The coach is. Does it have to be a defensive-minded coach? Does it have to be offensive? You know. Uh, you know. And what are some of the, the the takes on that? Like, you know, let's go with. Uh, Let you know what. Let's go with Matty Ice first because he's got he's got the most outlier of them all, right? With two goalies, does, does the coach matter for you?
3: It does, but it's not the underlying way to go, so to speak. Um, what I look at and what, what we look at as a family is, yeah, you know, okay, how does the team look? Obviously, are they competitive? Obviously, if there's a good coach at nine times out of 10 means the team's going to be competitive because they can recruit well, they have a good program, they have a reputation, but goalies are different, right? Um, we look at what are they doing for goalie instruction, right? We actually, we actually left a club because they had no goalie instruction to come to the club where we are now, because they actually had a full program that focused on, uh, you know, let's work on the goalies during practice. You know, a lot of clubs are like, Hey, if your kid's big, I don't care if they can skate. I don't care if they have a club, just put them in the net. And right. that wasn't really what we were looking for. We were looking for development, specific development to goalies. And we found it in one particular club and not so much in other clubs.
0: So go ahead, Sammy.
1: You'll, no, you'll, I, I think that's a that's a super it. interesting take because I think we take goalie development for granted. Like being a defensive parent, right? Like I want my kid to play with a strong goalie, right? Having some confidence in your goalie, like it definitely changes the style that your defensemen play. And I see it directly with Little Peanut. Like if he trusts his goalies, like he's going to pinch more. He's going to play more aggressive. He's He he's just plays a different game when he trusts his goalies. So I think it's interesting. To hear that,
3: well, and vice, vice versa.
4: Yeah, I was going to say I completely. The same agree. Way. Uh, Sorry, just, yeah, just same same way. I mean, the goalies goalies depend on the defensemen just as much as you know, the defensemen depend on the goalies. So, and they have to talk to each other. Communication is huge in the game. Yeah,
3: goalies so, should be the quarterback. And think about it like this, right? Goalies should have everything straight in the middle. Uh huh. If it's coming straight to the middle, the goalie should have that. You know, they really, in theory, should not have to use the defenseman. Anything on the wings and coming outward and inward is where the defenseman should have first point, right, of contact. That's the way I, I kind of look at it. Yeah, for sure. So does that,
0: so when you when you look at a team, so does that factor in, like you kind of have a history of what the defenseman look like? Um, oh, it's it, a big part of
3: it. We probably look at that more than the uh, forwards, to be honest with you, but um, just because our kid is directly impacted by the play of the defenseman, but at the same time though, if a team can't score, then it makes it even harder on the goalie, right? So it's it's really just a entwined that's why it's such a great sport.
0: Wow, that's that's, that's I would never have thought you, Matty Ice, would say that. Like that you actually <laughs> that you that to me, to me it's like and this is don't take this offensively. I think you to me like it's it's always an outlier. You guys are like in your own world, going from end to end, right? As as the as the ice switches, right? And I never thought that those things were like thoughts that that went through your head. That's interesting.
3: Well, look, I'd rather be up by three goals, right, with two minutes left in the game, than up by one goal or tied with two minutes left in the game.
4: Yeah, guys, right. listen. The best defense is offense. I mean, and I think you know sometimes our kids as goalies get down on themselves, right? Because they feel like, oh, geez, we we lost the game when it's like within one or two goals. But we, you know, you have to keep their mental state there, right? They have they have to be in the game, and you know, lots of times they come off the ice, and we have to say, listen, you have have to remember this is a team sport. And you've got to have your offense. You have got to have everybody working together, right, to, to 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 have a win. It it can't just be the defense or the offense. And sometimes it is, but everybody's got to be working well together to be a great team. Communicate and you know take home the W for sure. And that's what we try to instill in you know having two two goalies. <laughs> it's not always easy, but you just got to keep them um, in a good mental in a good mental state.
0: I was going to say that's that's a great point you bring up there. Eze is is the is it is it ten times harder to get them back right, like the goalies to get them back centered um, after a tough loss like that. I mean, how hard is that, or how difficult is that? Well,
3: it depends. Depends on the goalie, right? A lot of people think the goalie, like a big part of the goalie position, is their physical ability, their athletic ability. That's half of it. The other half is their mental capacity. Right. If they let a quick goal in first two seconds of the game, and collapse, then the team's going to collapse around them. They're going to they're going to see that defeat right off the bat, right? So we're we're living in the ecosystem,
0: right? You got you got goalies, you got defensemen, and you got forwards, right? It's it's three parts of an ecosystem that make up this team, we're, right? We're, is, that, is that a good way? It's it? almost
1: like it's a team, huh?
0: Wow! Yeah, that's crazy.
4: <laughs> hey, hey, listen, guys. There's a few of us on the on the you know on this podcast tonight who saw last year, not this past year, but the year before, what our team could do. Right when they were all working together and communicating and all dependent up, upon one another and weren't pointing fingers at one another. That's to me the worst thing that a team can do. And we always try to keep goalies, our goalies, you know, making sure that they always realize that, that it's a team sport. It's not individual. <laughs> Don't go and oh, hang your sure. So, I mean, we saw how successful we can be, right? When we play as a team.
0: Absolutely. Metaphorically though, is there, is there still this weird like divide, I guess? Because I mean, when it comes to tryouts, you guys are competing for one position, right? Uh, you know, I think I think uh, Cowboy and I, you know, we've got a little broader scope of, of positions that we're, we're vying for, right? So it's got to be harder, right, for you guys when it comes to tryouts and whatnot.
3: Um, I, I don't know if it's any harder, right, uh, mentally for the parents or for the kids. It's harder because the supply doesn't necessarily meet the demand, right? You have two goalies on the team. So, for instance, you could be the best goalie in the area for years, right? You could be the incumbent on the team for years. All of a sudden, some kid from Detroit, you know, their family moves into the area. They're better than your goalie, and your goalie's out. Maybe maybe he or she is number two on that team, or maybe they get bounced to another team and have to look for another club or another scenario. I think that's the difference. That's the only difference is – there's just not as many goalie positions out there, right how did so
0: so let me ask you um uncle sammy how how uh, having a defenseman how how hard is it to to get your your little peanut back in line when i mean has he ever felt like he's he's let the goalie down i mean i I feel like there's a direct relationship between the goalie and the defenseman that is probably a little bit different than a forward. If, if,
1: if little peanuts on the ice and we, we get scored on, like I can see it in his body language, right? Like he wears that, like it's his goal. And he's the first one over there to the goalie when it, when, you know, when the whistle blows, like, you know, Hey, that's not you. That's me. Um, and that wasn't something that came easy. Like it was, it came from playing with people who understood how to play goalie and people who didn't. And, a lot of car home that were just like, it doesn't matter what anybody else does, right? Like it's your job to keep the puck out of the net.
3: Um, I can uh, I can actually respect that. And you know what? Funny thing is, we have been fortunate enough for Snake and Jay, all the teams they played on, their teammates have been very supportive of their play right they let a goal in teammates are supportive i've heard horror stories with other teams other scenarios where you know ultimately if a goal goes in it's the goalie's fault in a game goalie let the goal in it's over um and i can't imagine a scenario like that not only for parents but for the kids right so to you know to hear like i said we've been very supportive about uh We've been very lucky with supportive team play, so that's I think that's key. I mean, they're still kids, right? At the end of the day, and it's still a team sport. So.
1: I think that we're super lucky, though. Like, like I haven't seen that scenario that uh, Matty Ice is talking about, but we had we billeted two goalies last year, and you could watch the team play differently for one of the kids than they would the other, which I think was eye opening in the fact of like how much it all flows together in that ecosystem like you were talking about big panda
0: now do have do goalies take that personally like do they do they have a mindset where they're like ever felt like there's like some bias towards another goalie where it might feel off to them like how come they got seven goals in front of me and i got two and i you know and i does it ever happen? I mean, it, oh yeah, it happens all the
1: time. Yeah, especially when they're coming home talking yeah. about shot count for the weekend. Like, oh yeah, I gave up one, and then the other goalie's response is, "You saw fifteen shots."
3: Yes, the, the other t- the team you played was more competitive or less competitive, and yeah, goalies are very competitive people, kids, um, and very strange <laughs> at the same time. That's... I mean, you have to be strange. You have, to, you have to be strange to be a goalie. You have to have a very, very short memory. It's not like, okay, well, I only got X amount of ice time this game. It's, well, I let in the game-winning goal. Or I let in the goal in the first period. I have to get over it real quick and move on.
4: Yeah, you have to, to Matt's point, like, echo this, what he just said. I mean, you have to have a short memory as in <laughs> 30 seconds, if that. Like, get on with it. Like. And just stay in the game, hundred percent.
3: I go back to the mental, the mental aspect of being a goalie. It's not you know half of it's skill. The other half is the mental capacity to have a very short memory, move on. Because you know other teams, you know I'm sure everyone on this podcast, their kids have played against goalies. You let one goal in, the goalie's their head drops. Or they start, or they start banging the pipes right with their stick. Your kids see that right off the bat, and they know, okay, we're in his or her head.
1: Oh, it's like a feeding frenzy, you
3: know? Yep, absolutely. So even the mental, the physical aspects of it, you can't, you can't show that. You have to have poker face.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly think that, and I, I don't know. You can chime in on this cowboy. I feel like there's less pressure. Well, there's still pressure to make a team, right? But I, I think there's less pressure on us because, I mean, I look at it like, all right, Little Panda's competing for nine positions, right? And I know, I know, Matty, you already said that, you know, you always worry about the next, you know, great goalie coming in. But I, I think it's just a different mental game altogether, right? You know, uh, what do you think there, Cowboy?
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um On Little Z's new team, he's not center anymore. And he kind of took that personally, but I told him, I said, earn it. If you want to be the center, go earn that. You know, you're the new guy. They're putting you in a position they, you know, they think you can play well. If you think you want something else, go get it. So, but it's easy to get bumped from center to left wing to right wing. Like we don't have that competing for one position only that goalies do. Right. Well
3: you have a point which is nice. You you have a point there. Goalies can't be bumped and go play D, right? They can't <laughs> right. be bumped. They just don't have they have different skills, right? They do T pushes, they don't do crossovers, right? They do yep. butterflies. They don't go north to south.
0: So I, I gotta go east to west. Yeah, and I, I saw I guess I guess it's I'm really fascinated by the whole goalie thing because Little Panda's never even tried it. I don't know. I don't know. Have you guys tried it?
1: Wait a fucking minute. Hold the fuck on. You mean to tell me that you hadn't seen him play in that one time? Playing knee hockey. No, fuck you. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Little
2: Z played men's league and gave up 26 goals. (laughs) That's, you know, so we were. Listen, we were at a stick and shoot, and the men's league team didn't have a goalie. They asked him if he would play goalie, and he said yes, I thought it was a joke. They suited him up, and he played goalie for a nineteen through forty five year olds and got all well, those
1: are some hard
3: shots especially for a kid that doesn't play a goalie. <laughs>
2: It was not pretty. Very
3: very supporting (laughs) uh, father there, cowboy. Hey, he. That's just. That's a way to get the taste out of it. You know
0: what? You know what that is right there? That's karma. True. That's that's everybody paying little Z back for all the damage he's flicked on other goalies. (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's That's right. Probably. He has inflicted a lot of damage. It's actually brilliant. If you don't want
1: your kid to play goalie, like, though, it's like the Goldberg thing where they strap him to the net and just rip pucks at him. Like.
3: Well, that's actually a good point. Um, how, does it, how did your kids start being yeah. a goalie, right? Um, I have two different scenarios. Uh, our son, Jay, was just always meant to be a goalie. You know, ice water through the veins, flat line, um, started out, was recognized at Mites because he had just he played baseball, uh, T-ball before hockey, had a good glove, and it's just something he always wanted to do. Plus, you know what? Be quite candid. He wasn't a very strong skater back then. So it made sense. Um, Snake, my daughter, um, decided she wanted to be a goalie. And I think, honestly, at the time it was, hey, the sun rises and sets on your big brother. I want to do what he's doing. Right. And she was skating out pretty successfully at the time. And she got an offer to play goalie on a select team. And I, I said no. I initially said no. Erica, Erica, Erica. Easy, he came home and said, "Well, you can't let one do it and not the other." I Said, "Absolutely, I can And that was my plan. I was like, you just, "I was like, wouldn't you just like to, to snake? Wouldn't you just like to go score goals and have fun?"
4: She was actually. I'm going to chime in here for a second. <laughs> she was actually a pretty good defenseman. Um, okay. You know when she was when she was playing out, but she was asked to join a select team and I happened to be with her that night when she was asked and I came home and I was going to have a stroke on the floor thinking that he, you know, might have two goalies. And in years later, many years later, and you guys know us, here we are (laughs) with two goalies. So yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but I, you know, I do think it's, um, you know, just going back, like it's, it's a, it's a, You know, it's a special skill, just like a defenseman's a special skill, just like a winner is a special skill, just like a center, a forward. All of them have special skills. And to your point, Cowboy, when you're pointing out like, yeah, you know, your guy, your little guy is like, hey, switch positions. Clearly the coaches right now, he's still young enough. They're seeing potential in him playing a different position and thinking he might be better at that. And we all have to keep in mind, right? They're going to, at this age, they're going to switch switch positions around and really find that lane that the kids are going to thrive in right for goalie, and and it's the same way for goalies up until to a certain age probably about you know one or two years ago for our kids and we're just in that lane now where you guys still have the you know you're still moving around a little bit and they're trying to find that specialty so i think it's i think it's great
3: yeah we're stuck there's, there's, <laughs> out, there's no not. getting out. No getting out of being goalies now. I gotta, you know, they're they're actually. I think they're they uh they got together and said, "Hey, how can we shave like five years off our father's life? Let's both be goalies." Yeah.
0: Nice. Nice.
4: Fair.
2: So I got I got a question to ask. Are hand me downs a thing with goalie gear, or do they have to have their own broken in? The right way pads. 100%, How does that 100% work? Percent
4: hand me downs. Uh, our daughter, do be careful. I'm not saying names. Um, has never <laughs> had a new set of pads, and quite honestly, I think there's something to that with her because her big brother. She, I think, she feels a little like, oh, they're broken in, and he's been really good at what he's done. So I think there's a little like superstition behind that. Right. But, you know, she's getting to the age where. Now it's maybe not less. It's more of like, well, maybe I want my own things, but yeah, no, for sure, for sure, cowboy, it is a definite like thing in into other into other players too because Let's face it, goalie gear is super expensive. So there's, there's yeah there playing goalie that you know I won't say that they. Can't afford it, but if you can pass it down and the gear is still in great shape, then there's no reason not. To.
3: Yeah, absolutely. There's a um, snake is fortunate that she gets decent pads, and her older brother's growing so quickly, she probably has a surplus of skates and, and, and another set of pads are ready for her, and they're already broken in. Um, the older son, a little different story. You actually have to cough up the cash, right? Um, but yep. we are fortunate that we can pass it down. Right to another goalie, and there's also all kinds of opportunities on applicate apps and stuff like that to trade gear and switch gear and swap gear like you guys do with skates and sticks and stuff like that. So, so it all works out. Yeah.
2: Well, it, it helps keep the beer tab open,
3: right? <laughs> yeah. No, I count on you guys to buy me drinks.
2: So I try.
3: I try.
0: <laughs> so a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the purpose of this. The, the reason I wanted to do this particular podcast was, is because I, I think uh, I think what happened between I think Uncle Sammy and I was, you know, there was some ups and downs with with Little Peanut season where I just didn't understand it and I didn't have a good view of it, right? So I kind of wanted to understand the goalie perspective and the defenseman's perspective because, you know, there are aspects to the game, and this is just kind of a warning for for parents out there that are listening. Is to to be a little empathetic, right? Like, cause I think our kids bear like I think they take different responsibilities in, in different ways, right? Like, you know, I, I'm sure that, that Matty Ices and Easy Ease, you know, kids have have taken certain games a little bit in a different, you know, personal responsibility for some.
4: Hundred percent.
0: And and you know, and and there are games where like for for me, it's like okay, well, you let the team down by not scoring, but, I mean, it, it, it's much easier for me, I think, to, to kind of brush it off, right, for him. You know, he still takes it. Well, it is, if you,
2: if you think about it a little closer, right, if we lose a one nothing game, that's on our kids as forwards, right. right? The goalie probably stood on their heads. The defense did exactly what they were supposed to. If our kids aren't putting pucks in the net, That's, that's a hundred percent on them. Like little Z comes off the ice a lot during losses and cries, like, you know, not cries, but mad as a Hornet because he didn't score a goal to help the goalie, to help the defense, to help his team. Like they just have different responsibilities. I would say though, being a goalie would probably be the hardest Like that's a tough 100%, 100%. one, right? Because all eyes are on you. If you let in that goal, you know, the speculation's always there, like, oh, that was soft or whatever. And that is like it's tough because you don't you're not sitting down there watching the puck, the deflections, the the speed of the puck. Like I mean you shoot a soft one at a goalie and they're expecting a hundred miles an hour, like you don't know. So I think it's tougher for a goalie, but our kids do bear a lot of responsibility too. You know, it's, and I'm not, I'm not taking it, it's a tough perspective.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that that uh, that little panda shirks it off. That's not what I meant by that. And I know you you guys didn't take it right. that way, but I think it's easier for me to bring him out of it versus like a goalie or a defenseman, right? Like you know, well, I,
4: I, I, you know, guys, listen, I I saw a lot of you know a lot of hockey, obviously. <laughs> this year of last few years. And I think, you know, an older child being two years older takes it maybe a little bit differently than a younger child does, but we have to remember these are, these are kids, right? They're, they're kids they are not even mentally mature at this point. And I've, you know, I've seen tough losses on both, but I will say, you know, maybe 30 minutes to an hour after a tough loss, whether it's a playoff game or against a competitive team that, you know, we should have won or we wanted to win. They go out and they hang with their friends. like you know, for overnight somewhere or in tournaments and within 30 minutes to an hour, they're all bonding and they're all laughing and they're all, they're, they're, they're shaking it off. Right. And as parents, I mean, we're not going to dwell on it. It's like, this is, you know, this is, This is the great thing about team sports and it's getting to know and bonding with your teammates and trusting them more and doing all of that. So it's about helping them as parents to just shake it off. It's one game. It's one game. Just get ready and go, you know, go back in the net for the next one and be good, be solid. Just do, do do the best you can because we're all giving them training, right? We're all doing these extra lessons and all of this stuff. So it's like, just go out and do the best you can. We're, we're giving you the skills, but go have fun. That's what it should be about at this age is having fun. Not it is. A lot, let me, like, let me
3: add on to that just a little bit. Um, and like I said, you know, hockey's a life lesson, right? It all goes back to how good your team, how you're going to make you feel, how you're going to bounce back. But just to go back to your original point, Big Panda was uh, perspectives on what team, you know, uh, how do you look at teams? Uh, how do you feel going in a tryouts? Um, obviously, uh, you want to you want the best for your kid, uh, which typically in our minds is the top team. The ironic thing for a goalie, though, and this is not an advertisement for my kids to be put on a, 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 a not a top team by any stretch. If a goalie is on a top team, and I've seen this a million times, right? If a goalie's on a top team and they're and they're maybe facing 10 shots a game because their offense is so good, they're scoring, their defense is so good, they're not getting shots, they're not going to get better. They're just not. Yeah, at this age, a goalie is gonna need 20, 30, maybe 40 shots to improve. Okay, so it's like, yeah, you know, you want to be on the top team as a goalie, but if you're not getting the reps in you're probably not going to get that much better. And I say this as a point of reference because I lived it, right?
4: Yeah, we've um, lived it.
3: <laughs> my son and daughter were not, not necessarily in the top teams. Um, we won't go into the politics or decision-making behind that. That's not the point of this, do if we agreed upon it or not. Oh, come on. But- <laughs> come on, this is the dumps. <laughs>
2: yeah. Maybe another time. Spell it. Maybe, maybe, it. After, maybe after tryouts. <laughs> you know yeah i can do that
3: but uh, the reality of it is when they were on the teams we didn't think they should be on that's when they grew that's when they developed yeah. that's when they took 30 40 shots and that's when they became kind of where they are now
0: yeah right and and don't and don't take what i said as a, an indictment on your kids moxies or or any other goalie's ability to bounce back that's not what i meant by that what I meant by that is that I just appreciate the enormity of the responsibility that a kid takes to be a goalie is what I'm saying and yeah. that's what I meant by that. that that's that's yeah. all I meant. And I'm no, not No, we're saying not that. taking
4: it. I don't think any yeah yeah to, you know, We're all yeah. speaking freely because we're we're all living it. We live it August through March and even probably throughout the rest of the year at some level, right? I mean my friends, coworkers, family are like, "Does hockey ever stop?" I'm like, "Not really. It really doesn't. The intensity is between August and March, and then maybe you do spring, and you're going into summer if you're doing other things." But, but yeah, it's you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. we all we all live and breathe it. I mean,
0: oh yeah, yeah. And it's just uh, again, I think I think that the mental prowess and and, and defensemen too. I think there's just a different. I just have a different appreciation for it, I guess, after you know, going through some of the seasons, and and that's kind of I, like why we're on here because I wanted to acknowledge all that. You know, I
4: have an appreciation for the 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 forwards, the wingers, like the 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 you know the, the players that are out there that are have the pressure to score. I mean, let's talk about that for a second. Doesn't have to be about bullies. I mean, the pressure little to panda, score is pressure.
0: little little panda and little Z are nothing but little glory hounds. Let's be honest.
4: Well, <laughs> Sometimes I think is, there's a lot of pressure on them when you're you know, big when facts, you're a, a good player on the team or one of the best players on the team, there's a lot of pressure that you carry with that as well, right? Because it's like, oh well, oh my gosh, like we need somebody to score, right? So there, there's a lot of pressure that you know.
0: Well, I, pre- I appreciate that. Easy, people. I appreciate that. But easy. again, I'm they...
4: not sure I like the easy. But I'll go with it for tonight. <laughs> I might have to change my handle.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> We'll just call
2: you – The pressures are there. They're all just different.
3: Exactly. Yeah, and you know what I think – Nail in the head, yeah. And I think
0: I think this is – it's a testimony as to how you as a parent handle it to – for them to handle it, right? And and how you teach them to handle that stuff, right? And that's the whole point of life through hockey, right? Is that whole resiliency factor, figuring mm-hmm. it out, getting past you know—the the pitfalls or – you know, but, again, I, I appreciate the enormity of having to keep that little small biscuit out of the net, and, you know, especially with, you know, I, th- I think there are certain struggles that, that you know, you, you start going through season after season, right, as it gets yeah. harder and harder and harder. And Cowboy and I have seen it where we've watched these peewees, you know, at a different level just slinging pucks, and you're like, holy crap. How do they track that? (laughs) You
4: know what I mean? Yeah. I think for us, one of the things that we are always communicating about with our kids are, you know, comparing themselves to the other goalies, right? And, like, how do you continue to, to keep the confidence up for your child, right? If they've had a bad game or a couple of bad games and they think the other goalie is a better goalie and then they start hanging their head a little bit. It's like, no, understand, like you were picked for a team, this team for a reason, right? So bring that confidence with you. You were, you were picked for a reason and don't think you were. Yep. Um, sometimes that gets a little bit like, you know, challenging to, to balance and you always have to remind them, right? Well, you're, I, here, you're here for a reason.
0: I think you bring up a good point, right? Like I think sometimes our, qu- our kids will ask that question, right? Like, am I good enough? like i know i know i've heard that before from little panda yeah and and not to not to balloon them up but i mean and and whether it's circumstances or timing or whatever it is like it happens for a reason right like you just end up on the team you end up on and you make the best of it and you know you get the opportunity to play with different kids and you know you never know what it's going to be right like that's the thing you know
3: and i will go well back. when you yep, s- go ahead cowboy what? yep
0: I was gonna say
2: when you send in your resume saying that your kid scored two hundred and seventeen goals, he's gonna make the top team. I mean, jeez, smartass,
0: right? <laughs> that was directed at me.
4: You'd, oh, you'd be oh sorry,
0: so, my bad. You'd be
4: surprised on the, on the goalie <laughs> end of things that it doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily like if you have a good body of work doesn't necessarily mean you are going to get picked for the next next best thing and we we have lived that are living that so
3: that's yeah, yeah. that's the interesting with the goalie uh, position is it's really goes by how hot is your brand at that particular time right so, yeah so you come off a good season and you're like the hottest thing ever uh, even if your body of work was not necessarily as good as the goal you're competing against. Right. Um, and then, you know, you have three bad games in a row. You're not looking, you know, the, all of a sudden people lose a lot of faith in you. You know, your team members lose a lot of faith. Maybe you're just going through a slump. But it's just, I, I guess it's just more under the uh, magnifying
0: glass. Right? So what do, you, what do you as parents, E and, and Matty Ice, prefer for uh rotation like i know i know i've heard that some of the upper level teams go like 70 30 you know and you're you're anointed as as a starter and kind of like i guess maybe the pros do it that way
3: do you like do you
0: like the alternating do you like uh that
3: that comes with um honestly that comes with age and that comes with uh development Like, for instance, anything 12U and under, I believe that you should rotate the goalies, assuming you have the goalies are compatible with skill set, right? Because they're still developing. That's the whole point of what we're doing here. Um, But if you're in AAA, uh, it's 100% competitive, so it's the hot goalie is the one that starts. And then also, even in AA or, you know, lower A, upper A, what have you, um, if you are in development mode and not competitive mode, then when it comes to a playoff scenario or something like that, then you have to roll with the hot goalie uh, at that point
4: in time. Okay. I think that's a little, like, I agree a hundred percent with Matt. I think it's a little at the coach's discretion at that point, right? Like what kind of coach do you have? Or I mean... How much do you want to win versus development? Like, versus, you know, when it gets to that level of, like, hey, Big Panda, like we saw it last year, right? Right. And we won CBHL. That was amazing. Luckily, both of our goalies were hot and they were on. So it was a...
2: Yeah, thank you for that.
4: Yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. Goalies- for sure. our <laughs> stood on their heads, so... It was amazing to see, but I will say this, um, also just from the goalie world, it makes a world of difference when you have goalie partners. It really does. It's a huge thing. Um, you have goalie partners that like each other, trust each other, depend on one another, communicate, support each other from, from the bench. Like that is so huge. And we've been fortunate enough over the last few years to see that with the goalie partners that, you know, our our kids have had. Um, And I can't, I just can't even tell you how much that, that impacts the team a hundred percent. Like we've had coaches come to us and say. Wow! Like lots of times, goalies just don't really get along, or whatever. They're too competitive. There's a level of really good competitiveness, but if you trust each other and support each other, there is nothing stronger for your team. So how do
3: you find that? How do you find that line between yeah. um, being competitive and also being supportive? That's like the magic sauce. That's that's kind of hard to find on certain teams when it comes to goalies.
4: And we really like.
3: Well, it's almost like.
4: Okay. Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, I was just I was just gonna say quickly, like we've been lucky fortunate enough that our kids embrace that. Right. So in and, and the other kids on the team have embraced it as well. So really lucky and good for, and good mojo for the team.
0: Hopefully you guys got like, that
4: last year, right?
0: Well, you know, it, it what I oh, yeah. what I found well so here's a funny story, and I'm gonna direct this at Maddie Ice. What I found was, and I know things were kind of kind of weird because you know we were the different people there and nobody really knew us, but it took a while to get to know like you guys because I felt like, again, this is part of this whole conversation, right? Is like you just watched the game, you know, you were end to end, and. Um, you know, goalies practice, you know, on an island, right? Like they're off doing their own thing, you know, because of the, the great training that we get at, at the club that we're at. And it just feels like there's this like weird separation sometimes, you know? And, you know, honestly,
3: <laughs> I, I appreciate where you're coming from. Honestly, that's, I think, a topic for another podcast is the life of a goalie pair because it is, uh, uh, it's interesting to say the least. Uh, it's very stressful. Uh, end to end is yes cuz it's like okay i i am watching my kid you know and the funny thing is that you know i'm not proud to say this but i usually don't know the roster and who's who with what jersey number until midway <laughs> until midway through the season
0: we talked about that remember Because and i'm, I'm not...
3: watching the goal the whole time right. and then and that... people will look at me and say who scored and i'll be like Oh, I have no clue. That's you know, and that's
0: that's exactly what I'm leading to, and I'm not calling you out when I say that, Matty Ice. I just thought it was kind of <laughs> funny, and that's where I feel like there's this like separation, right? Like I, I think that there was times when like I didn't know what was going on on defense because I couldn't, I wasn't tracking it right, and even even in and you know, with Uncle Sammy at tryouts, I'm like. Oh, you're, you're, you know, he's oh. like, he's like bitching about something. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Cause I'm, I'm so center focused on the forwards of my kid. And, you know, in my head competing, my kid competing with these other kids. So that's, you know.
4: Well, I think you get halfway through the year. Like Matt said, I think you get halfway through the year and then you're like, your, your, your um, view of the world of the team comes together. Right. Because now you've had a few months to get to know parents and get to know the kids on the team and personalities. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I know this number and I know this kid. I mean, they go out there at the beginning of the season with helmets on. I'm like, who is who? Like what? Who, who's this? Who's that? Like, you know, I only know Mike it, but I mean, I think that's just the nature of the beast to some extent, you know?
0: Well, I'll, I'll I'll tell you little Panda knew who snake was for sure. (laughs) At the beginning of the season. (laughs) So, um it, again it again it just was it, it was just very interesting and i i think that you know so i guess for 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 parents out there and and you you go to a new club and and it's not that the goalie parents aren't being you know <laughs> standoffish it's just that they just kind of have this different eye with it and that's kind of the point of this right that's that's yeah
3: absolutely and and you know what we'll be your best friends if you have value you can give to us during the game
4: (laughs) oh geez ice (laughs) man
1: maddie ice it's it's fine
3: obviously obviously it's a little little joke but i'm just saying you know it's you know we're, we're stressed out right there's a lot of pressure
4: by the way,
3: um, yes. like again, guys,
4: I mean, you get into So for beer. all the
2: listeners, bring your goalie parents a beer.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. If you don't, yes, I, yeah. that's that's probably a better, you know, drug of description, so to speak, as opposed to value. But something to calm our nerves, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> right. I used, to be, I used to be a lot more stressed out
4: than I am now.
3: I've gotten a lot better because my son basically said, don't sit behind me anymore.
0: If oh,
3: you're okay. Stress, you're stressing me out. Which I can respect. So, really? Yeah, you kind of learn those things as you, <laughs> as your kids tell you. You know, I well, try to know, tell my
0: I try to tell my kid today, like, do you want me not in there? And he's like, why would I? Why would I want that? I I, I, I always check, and, and secretly inside, I, my heart smiles because I kind of want to be in there to watch them. Embrace it so, while you can. Yeah, well, exactly. We, I'm sure we, it'll change. We
4: played for a team a few years ago where my husband was told not to do that anymore by the coaches so he kind of was told yeah that's not helping let us do the coaching and don't stress the goalie out so um big panda
3: feel free to use a mute button whenever you can i know you're driving this thing so <laughs> no it's fine <laughs>
0: We're it's good. the
4: truth he doesn't like the facts but it what it, it did happen but but i mean i think when you're starting out that young, you're just, you know, you're,
3: you're,
0: you're
4: there, you're looking, you're looking, you're, you're just, you know, wanting them to do better. So,
0: so spring, yeah. summer, does it, does it matter for you, Maddie Ice? Like, yeah, I, I think mean,
4: so. I'll let Matt answer, but yeah, I'll go on mute.
3: No, no, no. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like that I mean, question was directed at me. Yes. Um, it does, like, it does, it does, um, what right now at our stage it does. It depends on what stage you're in and what you're trying to accomplish.
0: I mean, do you want do you want a heavy shot load? Like you want Snake and Jay to face a heavy shot load? So it could be a struggling team, and because you, you never know what you get spring summer, right?
3: Um, no, uh, not necessarily. I mean, you know, early on it was like just let's continue to get ice time. Uh, we've kind of changed our mindsets now. It's not it's not about the ice time because. They do put in a lot of extra work throughout the season. Um, it's more about, okay, what new experiences can they get from the spring and the summer? I love you know, it. Is, is there a really good kick-ass camp somewhere right. that they can go to by some you know great coaching staff or some uh, collegiate facility or something like that? Or is there a scenario where they can go play with kids that aren't in the DMV? Right. That's that kids are like all around the country so they can develop that bond in the goalie community and have people that, you know, throughout the season they can, you know, keep in touch with text messages and things like that. So we're kind of looking more nowadays as opposed to just the ice time. is, is what other new experiences as they get older can they develop from it. And a lot of it is about relationship building in the hockey community.
0: Right. Right. Um I lost my train of thought. I was going to ask you something about that. No, you know what it was. I, I love the fact that you use the word experience. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to for all of us, is that we're looking for the great experience for each of our our kids at their positions, right?
3: Um, Absolutely, and I'd recommend that. Right, if 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 if, if there's a uh, a kid out there that has an opportunity to, you know, play at a high level throughout the spring, at a tournament here and there, why not do it? With an organization that's pulling kids all across the country in and going to the same tournaments in a Boston or in a whatever, uh, Minnesota, and they just get to meet all these other kids with all kinds of other backgrounds and from different states and different hockey IQ. Right. I think that develops you more than, you know, a lot of things, be quite candid.
0: The experience, right? Yep, yep. Uncle Sammy, you got any takes from the defenseman's point of view like um when it comes to spring summer does it does it matter for a defenseman I mean I think to me to me I think throwing throwing little Panda in as a forward like if I'm gonna take him out of his comfort zone it's going to be to play D right and Cowboy does the same thing with little Z right like Cowboys thrown little Z at D and uh, you know I I think the whole point of that is it, you know, it gives them a completely different perspective of the ice. Right. We've always talked about that. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Cause you, I, I've, I've, I've seen little peanut go to forward and you're like, Oh boy, here we go.
1: <laughs> well, it's a, it's a comfort thing, right? Like, like peanut knows, I would say 90% of the time as a defenseman where he should be on the ice. Right. Like, but then you see him go to that other door and you're like this dude has no fucking clue what he's doing. And that's good, right? Like make him uncomfortable like like take him out of his comfort zone. Um for spring summer for us it's about it's it's right we've we talked about this in episode 2 with oh, that okay. shitty audio. Yeah.
0: That makes me upset. <laughs>
1: but like have fun. If having fun is fucking playing forward, then go play forward. If having fun is playing D, go play Go play D, like, like this shit is not serious in the spring summer. Like, do I want to go and have him play like people better than him? Absolutely. Get your little ass humbled. <laughs> but like, have fun while you're doing it. Yeah. goes Back to
3: the new experience, right? Whether it's meeting. I think new you guys kids are forgetting. Or the position. Go
2: ahead, cowboy. You guys are forgetting rule number one. The road to D one starts now. Everything. Take it serious. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> yeah, no? that's that Hey, look, that's a solid It's a it's a running
2: it's a running joke. Like yes. everything we do we're like road to D one started yesterday.
3: <laughs> well, here here's the funny no, thing. No, but I
2: think that's true. Like spring and summer,
0: like Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think I th- I think goalies are... Go ahead. My my audio's lagging a little bit. That's all right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, you can't, you can't start a team without a goalie. So the goalie's is a backbone, right? I mean, it, it starts with that. You know, think about the Dunks tournament team. Like, first thing we do, like, oh, well, before we do anything, we need to secure a goalie, right? <laughs> so <laughs> they're definitely the backbone. Um,
4: there, I mean, I, I would say there's a little bit of truth to that. But I think from from a goalie's perspective. I'm going to speak for my kiddos, but they also they're looking at it from the point of view big panda is we we want a good team around us, right? So it goes both ways. It's like we want good defensemen. We don't want defensemen that are going to be in the crease all the time and and you know telling them to get out of the way or they're screening us. So I think it goes both ways as much as maybe you guys are all looking for a good goalie. The goalies are looking for a good team to surround them. So Absolutely. you know what's ironic
3: about that, and Uncle Sammy probably knows this more than anyone, is you'd be surprised the amount of shots that go in that are uh, maybe some maybe the goalie is screened, right? Or or maybe it's a weird deflection off someone's stick right or maybe it's this and that. They're not all like the NHL hey top shelf, five hole, breakaway, broke the goalie's legs. There's just so many weird bounces that happen out there. And the defense, the defense line, they're the first they're the first kids to see all that weird stuff. And you know, half the some of the shots will go off their skates, right? Or this and that. It's just, you know, when you get in that small crease area, things start getting real, right? <laughs>
1: Dude, I think the the most upset I've seen little peanut is a kid was coming down the right side and two on one. He's skating, plays it really well. The kid hits his skate at the perfect angle and he drops it five hole on our goalie. And it's like, that was the sickest <laughs> goal I've scored all year. Yeah.
3: Those, those, uh, on the you, wrong can, team. you can do all your defensive skating drills all you want. You can do all your goalie drills. You can do all your T pushes. You can master the butterfly. Those things are just going to go in; they
0: just are. How much? Uh, that's a good question uh, to ask. How much emphasis do you put on skating for goalies? I think there's oh my a God. misnomer. I'm going to not
4: Answer this question, but that is a great question, Big Panda. Yeah, because be- I think Matt has a really good response that he's going to give to you. No, no,
0: it's a and it's it's an honest question.
3: It should be right.
0: That's well, what
4: 100. Well, 100%, 100%. you know,
3: here. Well, I. Here's my take on this. Um, they yeah, – so, yeah, so when my kids start playing goalies, like, goalies have, should be the best skater on the team. I just laughed. I was like, there's no way. And I still think that is a little bit of a myth to the, for the most part, at least the way goalies are brought up in today's age. But I will say that skating is very important to the development that we do with our kids. Um, because, uh, we've been in scenarios where it's like, okay, just throw the goalie in the net. You know, we're not going to do anything for them, just throw them in the net. And if they're big, then they're automatically probably going to stop their fair share of pucks. So, uh, skating is very important to, to, to how we develop our kids playing goal. Um, and they do just skating lessons once a week, because I think there's no disservice no more of a disservice a goalie parent can do for their kids uh, than just to put them in the net and forget about it and not let them skate out.
4: Movement. Because
3: Movement. I've seen the improvement because it's all about just like, like with a forward, with like a defenseman learning your edges. Okay. And if a goalie is just stuck in a net all practice and all week and whatever, and they're not learning their edges and they're not learning skating, um, they're just not going to get better. I'm sorry.
4: Not. I, yeah, I you know. will I will I will didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No go ahead. But go um
4: ahead. I will say that we we say to our kids, it's sort of your magic power because we've had them in skating lessons for so long. And give credit to my spouse because he's the one that he gets up and he takes them at six o'clock in the morning before school and has for years and years and years. And he, he, I think we even just had this discussion maybe a few days ago and he's like, yeah, we're going to keep doing it because it's their magic power. It's movement in the net. And listen, when you're, you got to be able to move right side to side quick, you got to be quick. And it's, I, I think it's funny. Someone well, you can only
3: do so many T pushes. You can only yeah. lunge so many times.
4: Yeah. The, I think it's funny. You know, Uncle it, Sammy just it, said, should be the best skaters. And course when we first heard that we we're like what but now i just had this conversation with Great. a parent over the last you know over this last season and i was like we tell our kids they should be some of the best skaters on the team because of that movement that quickness is going to save the goal
3: and we've seen a remarkable improvement from when they didn't do skating lessons until where they are now or when you know, we've seen improvement from when they didn't to where they are now so
0: awesome you know, but I also think, and, oh, no, what I was going to say is, you know, the the one thing I've noticed over the last couple of tryouts, and this is just my personal take on it, though, is, like, I think there needs to be a, a greater balance with goalies with the, with the technical skills and the skating much more so than what a forward can get away with, right? I think a, a forward... Like I can, I can, I emphasize skating for for little panda, right? And the skills, like he can just get them as they come. But when I watch these tryouts, right, you can tell who the goalies are that that have that balance and are technically proficient, right? Not letting rebounds, uh, certain yeah. puck control, and all that. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, that's going to be the difference in a tryout for you guys, right?
3: It it, it is, and it has been. You know, is the technical? I mean, for, for instance, my daughter Snake, she's not a big goalie, you know, compared to a lot of her peers or that are male or you know. Um, but what she does have is my humble opinion is she's she is technical, okay, and that is what keeps her competitive against. Boys that are are much bigger than her is that.
1: Hmm. I think that's an interesting point, Um, Matty Ice, because I had two goalies live with me last season. Um, They were my billets. One was technically sound, and the other one was a grinder. I mean, this kid worked his balls off. And he would give up a stupid rebound in the slot. But damn it, if he wasn't in the rink the next morning at 6 a.m. And they're both going to end up playing college hockey. But one of them was like very, like he did a lot of his own recruiting. And the other, the more technically sound goalie, was the one that they came looking for him. So it's kind of interesting that even now at, at 12U, like you can see the the advantage of being technically sound by size. Because one was 6'6", six, six, and the other one was 5'11"? <laughs> well... I'll, I'll let you, I'll yes, let you guess I, who is the I more Exactly
3: Like I was saying, like certain clubs are like, hey, just put the big kid in the goal. Don't care if they can skate, if they can lunge. That's fine. But as you get older, that's going to catch up to you. It's not about how fast you can lunge, how much of an athlete you are. It's how quick you get side-to-side from skating in the crease into post-to-post, right? Or how quick you can go up in the crease and back and, and know your depth. So that's where the skating absolutely comes in.
0: Um
1: I wanna ask I, I have an interesting no, go ahead. I have an interesting question. It. Can I cut you off big panda? Matty Maddie Ice, easy would you consider it a win if when your goalie is not playing goalie below let's say 10 you yes that they could dress as a skater
3: a hundred percent and you know what there's some clubs in the area that will do that and there's some clubs in the area that will not
1: no and i think that's a that's a huge talking point for like the parents out there is like don't be scared why not i mean look
3: i mean you know big pan and i were talking about this it's like uh, you know uh that's development. That's skating. They might learn. I mean, Braden Holpe didn't start playing goalie until he was a pee-wee. Right? I mean, you know, but he was he was a skater beforehand. And, uh, you know, you think about things like that, and it's like, skate out if you can, absolutely. 100%. And it's, it's, do as much as you can. Whatever you're doing, whatever position you're doing, develop.
4: I think alluded to this earlier in the podcast, but when our son, he always had great goalie skills, um, had a great glove, like just was a natural sort of in the net, but we, you know, went to a team and the coaches came to us and said, he needs to skate better. And we were like, well, okay, what? And well, they basically
3: said he can't skate.
4: Yeah, they said he can't skate. He needs. He can't to do running.
3: what the other kids are doing on this team.
4: And so, guess and that, what? That's we did. That's a
3: fire charger right yeah. there. So, guess what? We did.
4: Signed up for skating lessons, and that was God. What, like five years ago, at, at least, and he's been in skating lessons every pretty much every week or every other week since. Because, and you know, now he's you know he's you know. Doing, doing really well. So, skating is right. such an innate part of being a goalie, as you guys all recognize. I think, like you know, we just we just try well, to like, give, think about this to give them the tools. <laughs> That's all.
3: Think about this, Uncle Sammy. I mean, look if 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 your 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 kid was just doing crossovers and not working on skating backwards, or just doing Mohawks and not doing a certain element of their blades. How would they develop, right? Oh, they wouldn't. Yeah, that's has the same premise. You know, and the funny thing it goes to it goes to this point, like how I think I was still a big fan of this. Um, you know, I get a lot of parents looking at me like um during games and saying, Well, my son, and my daughter, they're not getting a lot of ice time, their ice times are cut, they're not on power play, they're not doing this. And while I do have sympathy and I do understand where they're coming from, I just really can't internalize it because I'm like, my kid plays every other game. <laughs> right? <This is> so <laughs> so when, when they do get on the ice, we, we have to make the best of it because we go to games and they're they're on the bench for a game and then they're out. Then yeah, they're, they're
4: the, they're they're the door openers every other game. <laughs> yeah, they help the
3: coaches out. They open up the, the door.
1: Right, can, can we talk roll. can we tell a spring yeah. summer story so spring summer tournament um new to travel goalie um the goalie rotation got mixed up and the parents were pissed because they hadn't planned on showing up to the games that their kid was yeah playing
0: on. yeah
4: I have look a, I have a comment about that quickly. <laughs> you, you... You should show up. You should. You should show no, up. No, yeah, I want your game. opinion because I was. This is just me. This is my humble opinion. I don't know if it agrees with you, or sorry, my spouse agrees with me or not. But you should show up for every game. You should never not show up for a game if you're part of a team. Well, show up for every game.
3: It's not only that, but uh, <laughs> for, uh, two two comments on it, real quick. Um, I feel like we're monopolizing this podcast, and I apologize. No, you're it's good. here. No, but, no, no, um, you're good. So first and foremost, uh, the coaches need to, my you know, they just need to communicate, okay, who's got the game, and hopefully they can do it a night or two before, because it does take mental preparation for the goalie say, okay, I got this game, let me get ready. It's a different mindset, that's number one. Number two, though, is goalie also has to be ready, because they can go in cold in second period. First goalie gets pulled.
4: And I will give a shout out to thing. our goalie coach this past year. I won't name names or club or whatever, but he I I've I've not probably as a parent had a coach that provided so much preparation to not only the goalies but the team. Way before games, that coach was, hey, this is who's gonna play but it was always be ready to go in and it was very structured. I think that's the other thing too from a coaches that the, the, we looked for in a coach was structure, like let, preparation, let us know so we can prepare our kids too. Right. I mean, it, it starts from the top down, but yeah, in my purview, like always be ready. We'd say that to our kids all the time, always be ready. Cause sometimes they get a little like, Oh, well, it's this person's game, or it's that person's game. And I'm always like, always be ready to go in. You don't know if somebody's going to get hurt and you have to go in. I mean, my son played this year for two months because his goalie partner got hurt and he had to play for two months every single game. So you just don't know. You've always got to be prepared. Same with anybody on the team, any player right. on the team. Be prepared. Right. Preparation well, sometimes a, right?
3: a coach will use goalies like a spark, right? So if they get older, like the NHL, there's a fight. Okay, that's a spark, right? That's a spark to get the team. I moving. can't
0: wait for those days.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just kidding.
1: I'm They're kidding.
4: coming. They're coming. We're switching
3: out, switching out the goalies is spark. So get ready to go. Whatever it takes. Or
1: I, I, I can wait for those days because my kid already likes to like start fights in front of the net. Yeah. So. Okay. I can wait. When they get into yeah.
4: checking, it's a whole new ball game. And I
1: well, even you know
0: what? Even at this age, though, I think I think our kids, as much as they want to protect the goalies, they love finding an excuse to go jam somebody up in the, in the. Heck yeah! You know what I mean? They're like, uh, "Well, I was protecting my goalie, right?" And and you know what? Honestly, I think, and and I don't know. What do you all think? There you go. The enforcer award for little peanut.
4: I, oh, love, I love it. I love our. our and our, by the <laughs> way,
1: keep, keep that love coming for the goalies, I love our, oh, our, our
4: I, do, I love our defense people. Can't say defense men, defense women. I love our defense people for 100%.
1: Number one rule in the peanut house is don't touch the goalie. Oh,
3: yeah. And yeah. we got to play together at some point. A lot just, I, you know what? It's just. If I start <laughs> in front of the
4: net because the, the kids are protecting the goalie.
0: It's just a different kind of bond, right? So, let, so let's 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 kind of wrap this up a little bit with this final question. Based on the three positions, right? Can it cause a division amongst the teams, right? Like, is, is there a division? I I would say no, right? Like, but but definitely, I think we need to appreciate each other's perspectives. With is that a safe step, statement to say? What do you all think about that? You know, I, I just think it's a different perspective, right? Like, I, I, I can't see it from a defenseman's lens because I don't watch a game like that. It's very, and that's that was the whole point of this podcast, right, Sammy? Yeah, definitely. You know, like because you're talking about gap control, I have, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about right yeah. now. Well, you know, we've is seen that a like lot a lot of?
4: We've seen a lot of love again, you guys. We've seen a lot of love from the teams that we've played on and are super. Appreciative and fortunate of that, we've um, gotten to play with some of your your kids and hang out with you guys, and y- you've always been supportive of us. And I think that's the foundation to a good year, whether you win or lose, or it's just
3: I'll, you know, I'll take a little di- a little ho- a little different perspective. Go ahead. Uh, than easy, um, will it cause division? Yes, it will if the coach lets it. Okay. Okay. Because they are kids. They're young, right? They say things to other kids. They, you know, what they think is funny. If you have a strong coach, um, it might start a division at the beginning of the season. But he will use that division to bring the team together and be strong. Right. That's that's my humble opinion. There, There's going to be a division yet. Yeah. I mean, they're kids. They're going to blame it on the defense. They're going to blame it on the forwards for not scoring. They're going, to, they're going to blame it on the goalies. I've seen it a million times. Happens every year at the beginning of the season. I've seen it. It's my perspective.
2: Yeah. Until they start I, to I, know each
3: other, in the I think it's yes, yeah, sir, cowboy.
0: Go ahead.
2: I was going to say I I think like last year, for instance, we, you just could tell everybody wanted it. So I think the division kind of was gone. Right. We saw the goalies working their ass off. We saw defensemen working their ass off. We saw uh, offense working their ass off. So the division wasn't there. But I think when you get on teams and you kind of see like when kids think someone else isn't taking it as serious, I think that's the division more than position. Right. It's like, yeah, if a kid's going out there to win every game, but then another kid's not. I, I think that causes the division more than just a position can cause a division, if that makes sense.
4: I agree. I think it's about passion. I I think kids see passion in other kids, and if they see maybe some teammates that don't have the passion and they're just going out on the ice, that's what fuels the fire.
0: But it can be reversed too, right? Like you can feed off the goalie and be like, you know, like, wow, our goalie really wants to, to win it and give it all he can. Like I need to go out and support him or her, right? And the same with the defense. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to, right? It becomes infectious, and that's that's where it is. But it's still like three ecosystems that are kind of separate, but they all function together, right? I mean, that's that's what it ends up being, right? I mean, I, again, I don't even know where I came up with that stupid. It's learning analogy, to
4: be a team. Let's face it, the sage is just learning to be a team and trusting each other. That's I just it. thought
1: it was. No, I think. Go ahead. Dude, I think the ecosystem works perfect. Like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, it's without everybody, there's no harmony with on a team. Without the forwards forechecking, forward the the D backchecking, and the goalie playing the right angle, like they all feed off know. each other. It's 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 what symbi. Yeah, no, I think the ecosystem's perfect. Right. It's, it's symbiotic or something. I will right? agree
3: with uh, with all this. I will agree with Cowboys' original statement. Without passion, there's an issue also go back without strong coaching and strong leadership, uh, the issue can spin out of control.
4: I guess I had to ask you guys a question. Yeah. you've asked us a lot. Like, like, you, you all, your kids all play different positions. I mean, what is their take on the goalies? Like, how do they look at them? How do they feel about them as a part of the team?
0: I, I I, w- I can run with this first. Go ahead, roll.
2: I I can say that little Z loves goalies. <laughs> I I see it personally. Like when a goalie makes just a disgusting like glove save, right? Like what do they call it, off with the the waving of the glove? And little Z runs up there, pats him on the back. Like he gets energy off of that. He loves that kind of stuff. So I know he he appreciates it a good goalie that wants to be there.
1: My, we chose our current club based on the goalie that was coming here. If that tells you anything. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like me and me and another dad were talking and we had played spring summer together. And, um, it was just kind of one of those, if you're going there, I'm going there. And if I'm going there, you're going there. So, and then I think that's kind of how it worked out for this year, too.
0: Yeah, Panda loves his goalies. I mean, let's be honest he he'll he'll go and on a great save, give him a give him a little, maybe a little bit too hard bump to the head, you know, like tap him <laughs> on the head, you know. It's like, all right, just relax there a little bit. But one of our you coaches, know.
4: <laughs> one of our coaches actually, and um, maybe both coaches, but I know one in particular installed this year. Like, no matter what, after any play that the goalie made. He ha- he made the players go out to the goalie and do like a fist bump or something, a tap on the helmet, just to be like, hey, whether you let it in or you made a good save, go out and support your goalie, which I thought was really great because it just boosts the confidence of the team and the goalie and letting the goalie know that hey my team's around me whether you know I let in a goal or I saved a goal it didn't matter it was like just go out and be like hey yeah. we got this or what a great save just again it's just being part of the team which sometimes it's awesome. a nice
3: way to mask the fact that the goalie let a soft goal in and look I'm just hyper but it works.
0: Trust, trust, <laughs> trust us, Maddie Ice. We're we're very hypercritical about our kids too. My God,
2: uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You, you, you usually hear it out of us, coming out of us, like, whose kid is that? It's, I'm not claiming that kid. That's not my kid.
3: <laughs> yeah. I, don't even, I was like, really? You let that go in? It wasn't even, you know, yeah, it, was, yeah. it wasn't even from a weird angle.
0: Obviously, that's, that's we, a, really,
4: we really like it when they're going out and tapping on the helmet because they made a great save and not let it right. go in. So
0: Right, right, I like right. I mean, that's that kid with the blades that say Little Panda on it is not my kid. I don't know whose <laughs> kid that is.
4: <laughs> Did his skates actually say Little Panda on them?
0: His blades do. He, had, I asked him what he, he wanted. Did. You know, most kids want something cool like sniper or you know, like
4: or snake. So, on the right,
0: helmet. right, right.
3: No, he yeah. wanted he wanted a little
0: panda. I was gonna call I'm
4: you like, bougie until I just realized. Oh my god, my kid's helmet is painted. <laughs> we we actually
3: have. Well, before you get too deep in that, easy blades say snake and have they they have a snake on them. So,
4: no. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. there you go.
0: All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. Look at
1: my kid being basic with just the, the stock bower blades right now.
3: Nothing wrong with that, my man.
4: <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep it simple.
0: There you go. All right. Well thank thank you for that, work the same. thank you for that great perspective. Uh, and I appreciate everybody chiming in on that. Let's go to our hockey sponsor business for this episode. Uh, the hockey sponsor business is gonna be Tactical Goalie. A tactical goalie prepares goalies for their big moments in the game and in life, providing high-intensity, individualized hockey goaltending training and development for teams and individual goaltenders. Uh, The tactical goalie believes that hockey goaltending is more than just a sport. It's a way of life. The mental, emotional, and physical skills that netminders require make excellent life skills as well. The Hockey Goalie believes to maximize your goaltender's experience, they offer a variety of programs to suit your specific needs and goals. From mental preparedness to injury prevention, your goaltender will be pre- uh, prepared for all facets of success as a goaltender. And I'm pretty sure that um, Maddie Ice and, and E are pretty familiar with the tactical goalie.
4: We are.
3: We are. So that. And uh, Danny Keys is one of the best in the biz, especially in the area, so... If you're a goalie or a parent of a goalie and you have an opportunity to partake in the tactical goalie lessons slash camps slash personal instructions, I would highly advise it. The,
1: the energy that guy brings to even just come into practice mm-hmm. like, is amazing. Yep. I agree. Like, my kid doesn't even know what goalie like stands for, but like... Plays differently when he's on the ice.
4: Yeah. Danny, he's, yeah, th- he's the best.
0: I think I think that um, just the fact that, you know, they have that donk belief, right? It's about the experience, right? It's not just development. It's about the hockey experience and the mental preparation and all the other facets of it, just not the mechanical skills, is why I think most parents would appreciate what tactical goalie does if your go- kid is an aspiring goalie, so... Uh give, well said big panda. We're gonna we're gonna throw them on the website. Um give them a shout out. It's tacticalgoalie.com. Um and uh you know we're we're not we're not getting any kickbacks or anything on these plugs, right? We're just here to support uh members of the community that, that are that are hockey related. So love it.
1: Doing, what? it doing it doing <laughs> it doing it the right way.
0: All right. <laughs> so you guys ready? We're gonna jump into our top three. We're gonna do uh, favorite NHLers. By our kids' position, let's go. Oh God, we,
4: need, we need our kids on for this. But
0: whatever you guys, you guys know what goalies. I know, know who my kid I'll likes let, to watch. I'll
4: let Matt take this one for sure. Go
0: ahead, Matty Ice. What are your? Give us three goalies, three top goalies.
3: Uh, you are putting me in a spot because um, as they're getting older, their top goalies change. That's okay. So go one the, of
4: them's retired because yeah.
3: I give me. you the like the original. I'll give you the original top. Okay, I can't. Sure, cause, go. Cause go. They've changed. So it's uh, Hopi Lundquist, uh, Price.
0: Where is Shusterkin?
3: Well, that's that.
0: Lundquist is a handsome. That's fella. the new breed.
3: that said I'm going to go back to the original top three. But yeah, Shisterkin.
1: he's up there. So we we saw Lundquist at the All Star game. <laughs> Handsome fella, handsome fella, he is. Like, wow! York
3: at one time, man. King Henry, <laughs> yeah, King Henry, Absolutely. Okay. The, the
1: king, yeah. yeah. Let's little, face little. it,
4: guys. Most hockey players are good looking.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: here we go. They are. Chiming in. Be, so I, guess on behalf.
4: Do, I guess we're all doing something right. That's coming from the mom on the team. So okay,
0: well, all it right. keeps
1: Mama Freedom engaged <laughs> for sure.
0: All right, you want to roll Uncle Sammy with your three defensemen?
1: Yeah, I'll roll. Um, So number three is going to be Kel McCarr because Kel McCarr does Kel McCarr things. Oh, my God. Amazing player. Everybody loves – Dude, moves the puck so well.
0: 200 200 points, right, this year plus?
1: Yeah, like uh, 100 and and something assists. Like the guy moves the puck to the ice, and it's just impressive to see him start the offense. Uh, Number two – and I'm going to be a little homer here because my kid's a Bolts fan is Miguel Sergachev because that dude is disgusting in front of the net.
0: I couldn't tell you one thing about Sergachev.
1: Dude, I'm telling you, we watch him religiously and that dude just cleans up the front of the net. Like it is impressive to watch him in front of the net. If you're
0: a Bolts fan, why wouldn't you go with Victor Hedman? That guy has been up. So
1: number one. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Number one is seventy-seven <laughs> for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Number one in your heart, seventy-seven in your playbook. Um, uh, I mean, just a like, like the epitome of a a defenseman, right? Like, right. Like he is going to, he's going to move the puck out of the zone. He's a threat in the offensive zone from the blue line. Um, uh, just a great hockey player. All
0: right, I like it. I like it. I was wondering where Hedman was. Is that why uh, number
1: one uh, Little Peanut? That's why Little Panda rock 77.
0: Little Peanut wear 77. Okay, what you got there, Cowboy? Who you got for your top three? Um, So it's a little weird because he just got moved to
2: winger, but I'll go with what he's played for the past three years that's fine. with center. Go ahead. Roll with it, bro. Uh, because that's who his favorite players are. That's fine. Uh, number three is McKinnon. Oh, I like that. Good player. Yeah. Um, number two's Zigris. Never heard of the guy. And number one, <laughs> yeah, number one, who nobody else would know on this panel is uh, Connor McDavid. Never heard of that guy either. He's a up and comer. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he's making his way. Yeah, you know, um, not a bad guy McDavid to watch.
4: For years.
2: That's that's fine. Uh, oh, your kids know who they are. Yeah. Okay. I'm, He's, he's all right. <laughs> I think, I think.
4: Yeah, they actually have the little figurines of him. I think he does. Yeah. I mean, my kids, my, our kids have loved him for years.
0: Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. He's so, he's so good. And, and boo to whoever uh, was, was dirty enough to, to take the, the Connor McDavid card out of your guy's car that one trip.
4: Oh my gosh! Yeah, Remember terrible,
0: that? terrible. <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, you know what? We're gonna
0: do a GoFundMe page to to replenish those cards. <laughs>
4: that was kidding. a heartbreaker for sure.
0: Oh my Heartbreak god! Yeah, snake.
4: Yeah. There it was weird. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: Anyways, real,
3: real the, quick. Actually, Big Panda, have you given your your top three?
0: No, I'm doing mine now. Um, can I do centers? Is that okay? Even though little you can panda do do doesn't play you guys go with that?
1: Forwards, right? Like that's that's the name of the game here.
0: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you with some of them. And Jay Beagle is not on this list.
1: Now that it, I'm out.
0: <laughs> how about Dry what? How, how about Dreisaitl? Is he center? <laughs> Leon Dreisidal? Yep. All right, we'll go Leon Dreisidal. Uh plays a little bit of both. Yeah. Plays think, wing and I think center. he's a hybrid, right? So I think Leon Dreisidel is just an amazing player. He's mm-hmm. kind of like the second guy, right? Uh, but he still has got as many points as, as Connor. Um, I think he's a little bit... I think he gets a little bit underrated, right? He doesn't get the attention Connor does, but but I think he's getting it now, you know? Um, number two, I'm going to go with uh, TJ Uh That dude plays with so much grit, uh, and I would love Little Panda to play with that kind of grit. He's got good flow. Not dirty. Yeah, he's got good flow. Uh, little Panda will never have that flow, but... <laughs> and then number one... And this is going to be a hot take, is number 21 from the Dallas Stars. Can anybody name him?
1: Robinson. Tap, tap me in, Coach Robinson.
0: Robertson. 100-point 100,
1: 100, 100 season. Robertson. Yeah. Robertson.
0: This went over yeah. 100 points. Which, which was shocking to me that he's the first Dallas player to have over 100 points. Did you guys know that?
1: I did. I only know that because of Twitter, though.
0: Number 21, he's a uh, he's like little panda. He's half Asian, half American. Um, that's what, uh, you know, and I think that guy has a wicked slap shot. Um, I think he torques his body and he'll do that slapper. Like, I, I, you guys are going to, you're going to, it's going to be a hot take. I think it reminds me of Ovi, how he turns his body on it. Nice. And he'll turn on the puck. That's just my thought, but.
1: I just want to say that, like, I moved to the DMV and I was really worried that everybody was just going to be like, Ovi's oh, the greatest thing ever. So this top three made me really happy. <laughs>
0: No, that's you know, I wouldn't, cool, even...
1: yeah. <laughs>
4: I
2: wouldn't even. I
4: wouldn't even. But OG is pretty cool, too.
1: So. All
0: right, you guys, uh, last last bit here. You... He puts asses in the yes, stands. Yeah. One, one quick true. thing,
3: Big Panda. I don't mean to go back to it. I, nope, I got a go real ahead. time feed for my son. I gave you what I thought, right? His uh, top three were.
0: Oh, okay. He's go a ahead. It's
3: generation, Bullies. So hmm. it is, believe it or not, it's Lindgren, right? You guys know Lindgren, right? He's back up with that. Oh yeah I like that. Nice English. mustache. Um mm. yeah. uh, Levi. Levi started with <laughs> Buffalo. Sabers. Sabres. Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Buffalo Demko at Vancouver. So there you go.
0: Dude, oh, Thatcher Demko. Thatcher Demko is underrated and he plays on a crap team. Um, can I
1: t- can I tell you though, I'm a little shocked that Bennington didn't make the list with the edge that he plays with. Uh
3: my son kinda thinks he's a baby, but I'll just leave it at that.
1: Levi just won. I mean, he just, <laughs> Levi Levi he, Levi just won his
0: first game, though, didn't he? He did yeah. right out of college. Yeah. Eh? yeah, it was just this past weekend, wasn't it? This past week.
1: Oh wait, hold on. I got another one. Who's one in the Frozen Four here, peeps?
0: What's that? Uh, what's his name? From Frozen from Four. The Panthers.
1: Minnesota, Boston, Michigan, and who's the other team? Who's the fourth team in the Frozen Four?
0: Uh, Minnesota. Hold on,
1: I'm looking now. Hold on, I'll give you, give me, give me a second. Isn't it Quinnipiac? It is Quinnipiac yeah. from Connecticut.
0: Yeah, Quinnipiac. So you got
1: Quinnipiac, Minnesota, Michigan, and BU. Who takes down the Frozen Four?
0: Quinnipiac is right off the Merritt Parkway. If you're driving through New York City,
1: yeah, don't stop.
0: I think mi- not I worth th- it. I think <laughs> Michigan takes it personally, but.
1: Michigan okay
0: that's my pick can I easy who you got? can I throw in my favorite goalie please okay yeah please <laughs> you missed a <the> question <laughs> go ahead
2: <laughs> D- David Ayers favorite goalie
1: oh the E-bug
2: David Ayers undefeated just so you know oh my God. just so you know
4: <laughs> <laughs> undefeated Kevin, I thought you were gonna, I, I thought you were gonna say Blake Valentine <laughs>
1: Second favorite goalie. Oh. All right, easy. Who you got?
4: <laughs> oh, I don't. I, I don't know. Frozen Four. No, I don't know. I'd probably you say what Matt one. said. Like, hopefully, <laughs> <he'll> hopefully <laughs> still one of my faves. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Not Mad-y-ice. right now.
0: Matty Ice. Who's gonna win the Frozen Four? Is what we're asking.
3: You would? Who'd you go with, Michigan? I think. Uh, I think I'm with you.
0: I think Michigan, because we went, we they went were to the Michigan. Year, Min- right? I mean, yeah, they were- well, we went to the Michigan Minnesota game, and they were playing with the uh, eighth line because yeah. everybody was injured. Yeah, they were really so. tight.
1: Buddy. Minnesota's buzzing. I know. Minnesota, I know
0: that's Minnesota, funny. Yeah. Logan Cooley, huh?
1: Logan Cooley's sick. Yeah, like, but,
0: he's not, but he wasn't <laughs> even the number one recruited player off that. Team. Cool tie in for this podcast. So.
2: All right. Cool tie-in is the during that game. Didn't the goalie play uh, forward for that game? Yeah, he, he, he did because yeah. they didn't have enough forwards. He looked a little. Yeah, the yeah. had to skate out. There you go. From goes Minnesota back or to original Michigan. point.
3: Goalies better know how to skate in case something like that happens to him one day.
1: That's it. Yep. Right. Right. <laughs> you guys, you guys ready for the fortune
0: cookie wisdom for this this pod? Yes.
1: This is my favorite part. So yeah. All
0: right. Here you go. Fortune dying for it. Fortune cookie wisdom for this pod. Open minded people do not impose their belief on others. They just accept all of life's perspectives and realities doing their own thing without judgment. Open minded people do not impose their beliefs on others. They just accept all of life's perspectives and realities. Doing their own thing without judgment, right? So empathy will take oh, you far if you're walking a mile in another person's shoes, right? So
1: that doesn't you, work for me. I need the world to revolve around me.
0: Whatever, dude. Just, just, <laughs> just, just give, just, just. If you're on a team, if you're on a team, and you know your your kid plays defense, or your kid plays goalie, or your your kid's a winger, right? <laughs> Just, just give that other parent a, a, a long mile, right, and and just walk them on their shoes and kind of give it a little bit of understanding, right? Because we're grace. three ecosystems, right, working together. Nailed give it,
4: big panda. Grace. Nailed give it. Give them some grace, right? So, yeah. Everybody uh, appreciates some grace. And just
3: Everyone's a real quick somewhere. plug. Thank you for having us, and we apologize yeah. for making this conversation so goalie centric. No, and, this has you know, been awesome. Uh, this, you know, we know we'll see it at the rank, but hopefully, you know. Um, yeah. We just didn't waste a lot of Maddie
1: time I We
0: loved it.
4: I'm yep, thank apologized you. i already to Pig Panda like 10 times over tax tonight, so.
0: No, oh, you're good.
1: you good. We, we, none of us want to live your life, so yeah. we appreciate <laughs> thank you, you for, guys coming yeah. on and give us a glimpse no, of fun. it. it's fun.
4: It's fun. Yeah. Thank you All guys. All right, you
0: guys you guys ready for a roadie? And
4: by the way, good luck. Always. Good luck to everybody for tryouts and spring and fall, whatever you're doing. Good luck to everybody wherever you land. You know, we're always supporters. So right.
0: appreciate you guys. Thank All you. right, roadie boys. Roadie. Roadie.
1: Roadie.